in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here. So grab your assigned seat, sit back, and enjoy this week's top 10. Brought to you by the Schmoes No Network. Take it away, boys. All right, welcome everybody. This is the top ten. This is one of our uh, special shows we do for our iTunes subscribers. Uh, it is we review films. Like we will pick a film that is coming out recently, and then we'll talk about it. We used to call them addendums. Yeah, I think recaps is now recaps is now the thing. I don't. I don't know. Recap doesn't. I like recap. Or I like, like it makes review. more sense than addendum. Can we say recap and review? Recap and review. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it's only for iTunes, and for anybody right. that downloads us, uh, some people go actually to Podomatic, which is where the oh, server right. is for this, Okay, and they listen to it there. They're like, right. okay, yeah, I mean, I get those numbers too. Yeah. Um, and I'm imagining if you're downloading this, you know that this is, this is the top 10 show. This is the top 10. <laughs> and I'm John Roca. I am Matt Nost. <laughs> and we will review a film this week. Uh, and the film we've chosen is uh, Black, Black Mass. Mass. Yeah, Black Mass, the Johnny Depp one. Which originally we had tentatively talked about releasing for last week. Right. But I didn't see it in time. And, and then we didn't really communicate on it. I yeah. thought we, it seemed like we were both on the same page of, I haven't had the time to see this. Yeah, so I was busy as hell. Please don't bring week. it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we brought it up after it was too late to do a show for that week. And I was like, yeah, okay. On purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't have the time and then saw it, you know, over yeah. the weekend. Yeah. And... uh it was good. Yeah, what's your initial thoughts, man? It was good. My initial thoughts were... Um, like, were you excited to go see it first? I guess I want to ask you. Were you really excited to see it? Uh, no. Okay. I wasn't like, I can't... On the edge of my seat. Okay. It was a mob movie, and I, 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 as soon as it came up, it's mob. I'm like, all right, I will see that. Yes. As long as the reviews are above average, right. I will go see that. And the trailers look good? Uh, yeah, the trailers okay. look good. Yeah. Johnny Depp yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. I could have watched him do Whitey Bulger... All fucking day long. And that's what I would have preferred is more Johnny Depp. Gotcha. That's the only thing that undercuts it because it's a lot of Joel Edgerton. It is. It's a lot of FBI. Mm -hmm. And the weird thing is you don't see Whitey Bulger do a lot of crime. No. He kills two people. He's there whilst another one is getting killed. Right. And beats a dude up. And what else does he do? Oh, we should say, if you're listening to this for the first time... Oh, yeah, spoilers. News. We spoiler. This is very spoiler heavy. It's a fucking, re yeah, it's a review. Yeah, it's so if you haven't seen the movie, do stop listening right now. Thank you for downloading. Go see it. Come back. Pick up where you left off and enjoy our review and recap of the show or review of the show. Of You're the right. Movie. We should have said that a while yes. ago. It's all right. It's all right. We should have. You didn't give away too much. I mean, it's not a shock that a mob well, guy killed two people. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's but, move on from there. I mean, listen, when he, Johnny Depp was great because you, really the weird was. thing is, do you know anybody that's that? I don't know anybody that's that psychotic. No, of course I don't know anybody that's psychotic. But I know people that have uh, a short fuse like that. Oh. Where they have a weird morality. Yes. And you know that this person right now could do whatever they want because it doesn't offend them. But if you cross this arbitrary line right. for this guy, yeah. I've seen him snap over smaller, but it crossed very specific lines for him. Yeah. Whereas Depp. In that movie, like when he pulls over to help the old woman, yeah, that's genuine as can be, man. Yeah, 
He was excited to see her. Everybody get hey, fucking take her groceries in. He doesn't yeah. say it like that, but at the same time, yeah. she's like, hey, take them in. You know what I mean? We take care of It was still unsettling, though. It was. They just stopped and stepped. You didn't know if they were going to kill her, rape her, or what they were going to do. Oh, I knew. I just, knew. I could just tell because the yeah. look on his face of, he feels like he's protecting the neighborhood. That yeah. It's his neighborhood. So it's the old adage you've heard in numerous mob movies. We only kill our own. Right. He's only going to go after you if you're trying to take what's, what he believes is his. Right. Or you're one of the Italians. Yeah. The film, yeah. Fucking Italians. Keeping them down. <laughs> I just wanted to see more Whitey. Interesting. Maybe uh, that lack of is what made me enjoy his performance so much, but right. I, I think I could have, just like Day-Lewis and Lincoln or yeah. anytime somebody's like that, it's just like, I want to watch you. Here's what I'll tell you. I enjoyed the film overall very much. I enjoyed my experience watching the film, right? And I thought, like you, Johnny Depp is fantastic in the film. I know. He is alternately uh, fascinating and scary as hell in those moments, which is... Blink really, of an eye. Yeah, which is really tough to... Uh, except about Depp, because this is something that he's... I don't think he's ever played this kind of character, this kind of role. No. And But I think the makeup does a great job. The piercing blue eyes, the unsettlingly blue eyes. See, it took my wife out of it. And oh. For a half a second, I was like, eh. And I was like, no, I buy it. Yeah. And um, if Whitey Bulger had eyes, I love the... You mean blue eyes? I think... <laughs> but pardon me. Yeah, blue eyes. Uh, I'd already moved in mentally to my yeah. next thought. It was a blind son of a bitch. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about the fact that he he blinked maybe three times in the film. Oh yeah. So it's this intense, piercing blue eyes. Yeah. And because he is, uh, we had a discussion off air about like types of individuals like this, mm-hmm. like alphas. Yeah. Where, but his is a very specific. But oh, yeah. he's not breaking eye contact. He is going to try and intimidate you at all times. When they have that fucking dinner with the agents at oh, Edgerton's house, man. he turns on the family secret. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And that was even in the trailer, and it was still powerful. Really? To watch I only watched one film. trailer, and then I made up my mind I was going to see it, so I stopped oh, okay. watching the trailers. It was, it was like sampled so powerful. In, in one of the trailers. And so even when it happened in the film, it was still unsettlingly powerful like you said yeah I mean totally well because that guy was breaking the balls of uh, what is it Slater from Days and Confused I can't remember I'm telling you right now Matt I did not know that was Rory Cochran until you didn't know it not a fucking clue as soon as I saw it I was like fucking Slater holy shit I couldn't believe that was him my god he's that old now well it's because I've seen him in a couple things over the past like four or five years and he's looked like that what he looked like there he had more of a paunch I think it's also the polyester Polos they were wearing and whatnot. Right. A lot of those unsettling, ill-fitting seventies and eighties <laughs> fabrics. No, um, it was because fa- I'm like I still think he's the kid from Dazed and Confused or the kid on what was it NCIS or CSI he was in one of those film one of those shows for okay. like a year or something like that or Criminal Minds maybe it was for a year or CSI Miami I think he was on for like one year or whatever but like he still was a young looking kid so to see him in this I'm like geez that's a fucking man. And he's an older man, and it was like, oh, a, he did a great job. My he, God, did did you buy him as anything other than generally apathetic? No, I did actually. I bought him as a guy who is like, he just is one of these guys that you. He's just, you know, he's just a. It's like still waters run deep. He was that to me. He was like just this still presence that was always there and ready to do what needed to be done, even when he's testifying to the FBI, you get this kind of lived in like, yeah. This, 100% in those. You know? But he's like very quiet. Like, he's very I'm, quiet. But it just seemed like 
even when he knew a bad decision was being made, yeah. he just kind of apathetically went, okay, so this is what we're doing. Well, now. what's he going to do? He's not going to fight Whitey because yeah. he could die. So, True, but so I just I, think he... But you can see he's, he's, he's not conflicted. Liking. Yes. Especially when they're killing the, the stepdaughter, the prostitute. See, that's where I think... <sighs> that's where I was expecting the character to do something. Yeah. And that's where it lost me. Because before that, when, oh. when... Well, not lost me. I think that's a little harsh. Right. Because but... like when Whitey comes to the first time, he's like, listen, I have to tell you this. We're, we're joining forces with the yeah. FBI. It's yeah. an alliance. He's the only one that he tells that. Right. Because he needs somebody. He's got to have somebody to talk to about this. Yeah. To calculate the angles and whatnot, figure out plays further down the road. It's his second... He's a right-hand man. Yeah. He needs that. So I understand when he, in that moment, you can see him going internally. Yeah. This is a bad fucking idea. Yeah. This is a bad fucking idea. But I'm going to fucking let you go with it because so far you haven't steered us wrong. Yeah. You know, you've gotten us to this point. I believe that, but in that scene, come on, man. Stepdaughter, and you've had relations with her, yeah. so you have a twofold yeah. emotional tie. But this is this is what happened. We saw it in The Sopranos too, and that's not a true story, right? The Sopranos, but it's based on events that you probably they probably read and did a lot of research, you yeah. know, through the years. Tony would do that too. Tony would, I mean, kill Adriana, right? He kills a kills Chris's girl because can't have her talking to the fucking cops. No matter how long you've been my like this my uh, lieutenant's like woman, yeah, got to do it. This is the things, right? It's got to be done. She, the second she said, "Well, I just told him you hung out the triple O's, but you don't do it." I was, "You're dead. You're uh, dead. You're dead." And he knew too. The guy yeah. in the car, he knew uh, Rory Cochran. He knew. Probably shouldn't spoil the Sopranos. Oh, well, has it. well, whatever. I don't know. It's yeah. been a no. I it's don't a spoiler know. Spoiler review. Whatever. Yeah, it's been twenty years. Oh, well, whatever. Fifteen years. But like, yeah, you see the situation happen there, and that's. He has to. He just accepts it because he has to. Everything, his whole income, his whole life is tied up in Whitey. I mean, God knows he probably only. Oh, his whole identity. That's what I'm saying. He only probably only doesn't see Whitey when he's asleep. Well, it's like uh, that that younger kid. He's the one that starts yeah. the uh, the Weeks, confessions yeah. to the FBI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, it meant everything to me to be in this. Yeah. Because if you're just a young, you know, street kid, it's kind of like on Narcos, where the one of the episodes I just saw, where a young kid is just so excited because he's been cherry picked by Pablo right. to work for him. Right. Just so excited because he's going to be plucked from no money to part of something. Right. And that gives him a little swagger, and people respect him on the street and right. status. Well, like anything else, these people get involved in these criminal organizations because they don't have. Strong family foundation. Oh, yeah. They don't have connections. They don't have or a the group. education to or education, get right, past right. the hurdle or the connections. Or I think we all. I think there, it's a very rare human that's born without a need to connect, without a need to be part of a group. It's a very rare human. You have that desire. You know, it's. In, I think it's very intrinsic as an animal. Like you, you have the desire. Uh, tribalism. To, yeah, tribalism to be in a group. And so it's like this is the thing. You know, and his initiation is getting his ass kicked by all these other guys at the beginning. Which is fascinating to watch that. And that's what showed... Well, go ahead. I didn't take that as initiation. I took that as uh, Whitey saw that this guy was willing to fucking die for him. Oh, no, no, And he was just a simple door guy. It's an indirect... I'm not saying it was done on purpose. I'm saying it's an indirect uh, initiation. Like, he got initiated into the group because he took that beating. Right? It wasn't intentional. Yeah, and he didn't back down. He was a mad dog. Right. But he could be called off. Yes, so knowing that there's a leash on there, and yeah. Whitey instantly knew, I can use this. This is right. a man I can use. Just like that scene where they beat the dude up. Yeah, in, right after in that. The car, yeah. Picks him up, and you're like, oh, is he in trouble? And he's, But once the, he gets in the back seat, and he's like, you're driving? I was like, no, you're fine. Uh, you got to watch out for guy in shotgun right now. That's right. I've seen enough mob movies. you got to watch out <laughs> for the guy in shotgun. 
Because that dude is the most vulnerable in the car, and exactly. he doesn't realize it. Just like the Godfather when they choke my boy out near the end. Oh, dude, Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah Goodfellas. Ice yeah, pick. With, with, yeah. Oh, just, uh, it's bad. This is bad. You don't want to do this. It's true. Um, it's fascinating because to me, the film, instead of being a through line, you know, like with Goodfellas, there's hardly any of her black frames. True. Throughout the whole film, it's almost like a bunch of scenes because there's so many black frames through the film. Like they fade to black. And 1985, fade to black. Yeah. 1989, fade to black, whatever. And so that that bothered me a little bit. And I, I know a couple of my friends had gone to see it and didn't like it. Some other people had gone to see it and loved it. So I was like, why don't you like it? And then I noticed these black frames. Like, okay, I, get, I think that takes people out of the movie because it just seems like snippets of scenes rather than you get a through line where you're riding through Whitey's story told by Whitey. Yeah, like, and this is all exactly. re- recollections. This is all like almost like Rashomon. Everyone is remembering backwards of what happened you know you're not getting anything from whitey yeah right for his own memory yeah i mean that's what i mean ultimately i like the film because i thought depp was fantastic yeah just one of the most captivating performances of his especially in a long time yeah but something completely different i didn't know that he could be that terrifying yeah just through the imposition of his will yeah. like it is sometimes power but it's more so just the threat of his power alone and you fucking registered that you know to the nth degree of like i wouldn't cross this guy Uh, this guy's a son of a bitch well the scene before they uh choke the uh captain of the boat for the uh the ira stuff the fact that he's lying on his couch with his arms folded he's already like thinking about everything he's going to do and he's very calmly just lying on the couch and it's a Mm -hmm. god's eye view shot of him just lying on the couch as the as the as the montage is happening and then the, you, we end up with the guy sitting there half beaten up and he's about to choke him with a rope. But he's already conceived of what he's going to do. He's just calmly waiting for the moment to do it. And I was like, man, it is so unsettling to know you're going to kill someone and then you're just kind of calmly laying on your couch just counting down the time till you have to go do it. That's yeah. fucking insane, dude. Well, it just... This is only a problem to be solved. It's not a person anymore. Right. It's just an obstacle to my goal. Right. So I need to alleviate it so I can continue on my trajectory of just being Satan himself. Yeah. But I think the film also does a good job of giving you a lot of colors to Whitey, like the scenes with his son and the scenes when he loses his son. It was was unlike uh, other mob films in that way where there was... You delved into aspects of the character that's normally glossed over or not even brought up at all. Right, right. But like, I I love the the idea of the Cumberbatch where his brother was a state senator and actually had quite a bit of power in his own right. Yeah, independent entirely, and the polar opposite in a lot of ways. But you have to assume quite a bit alike. Yeah. If the same household spins out these two, yeah. one is a kingpin right. and the other is a state senator, right. if things had broken, he might have run for you know a national office right. of some kind. Well, I mean, in what kind of delusion in the world are you living in that you think you're, it's not going to touch you as the brother of one of the top fucking crime lords It didn't in for a long time. Right. He even got to become the, what, president, president of the University of, of Massachusetts? Yeah, UMass. Yeah. And he had to resign because they found he was talking to his talking brother. Talking to his brother. But, it's his, but at the same time, right. the, the best part is... 
in that area, as much as they're saying loyalty throughout, yeah. I bet you there are a ton of people that would be like, of course you talk to your brother. Yeah. I don't care if he's a fugitive or not. Right. He's your brother. Right. That's why he got handed the job at UMass, I'm sure, too, because we don't care that you're just, hey, you're still an intelligent guy with accomplishment, and you know we respect the fact that you didn't turn your brother in here. Yeah. Here's the president exactly. of UMass. Exactly. Yeah. You have more than enough qualifications for the job. Yeah. You're great. You will, will parade you out at whatever, yeah. alumni fundraising events and stuff like that. Yeah. You're fun. Yeah. But- yeah, just the I loved because you don't see that side of it. Yeah, and they they did it really well to show the contrast of Cumberbatch with nine kids. Yeah, but he's still ultimately only concerned about himself and his position. Like when Edgar, Edgerton comes in and tries to manipulate him. Yeah, and it just shuts him down. Oh my god, flat out. I don't give a fuck if we've been friends. Yeah, you need to leave. Did you ever come into my office again? Yeah, <laughs> you know? done. Yeah, flat out done. You think he's got power? I've got real power. Yeah, I can ruin you however I choose. Yeah, but then they, they, but then I mean, they all got fucked right at the end because what's his face? Edgerton goes to. I think he did. I think he did a great job in that character too. You see the hubris, the slow progression of his hubris increasing through the film. You know, because he's taking on almost like a gang, pseudo gangster. Vibe. Are you talking about Egerton? Yeah, Egerton yeah. at the at the FBI. He's almost taking on a suit. I mean, the fact that he's telling his superiors to fuck off, he's telling, like, what are you talking about? Like, how do you get away with that? But he's got that swagger because he has Whitey in his back pocket. Well, when he walks into the new DA's office. Yeah, oh my God. And he looks slick as can be in his double-breasted yeah, suit and two great tickets to the Sox game tonight. Everything's on the arm around yeah. here. Yeah. Just, <laughs> he's, uh, you got a case for me? What do you got for me? Like, yeah, what, what, you want to help me? Yeah. That's what you can do. Yeah, give me a case. But it, it's it's and it's that's what's another thing that's really powerful or good about the film is that it's you know, all the smaller characters are all played by really good actors. Corey Stoll plays that DA. Yeah, um, you know you've got obviously like Joe Egerton. You've got Julianne Nicholson is playing the wife who has that scene. Oh, that scene, that fucking scene. That's acting, Matt. That, that is, is so. Acting. I mean, that is. It's just trembling yep. right below the surface, doing everything in her power to hold it in because she knows if she loses it, it's over. The progression of like, no, I just wasn't the fear. When he puts and his hand the, on her yes. the first time, and oh. just you can see her bristle at his mere touch. Of course she would. The fact that she's almost crying by the end of the scene is oh. so, such a great Well, the first time he puts his vice grip oh. around her neck. Yeah. Yeah, you can just, oh, my yeah. God. That is, that was phenomenal. She's only in such a small amount. Yeah. And she crushes those little scenes. Yeah. She's one of my favorite actresses, like, that whenever she shows up in something, I know she's going to be good. I know she's going to give a great performance. Like, it, it's just, I've seen her in uh, Boardwalk Empire. I've seen her in uh, Law Masters and Order. of Sex. Yeah, Masters of Sex. Yeah. Law and Order Criminal Intent. She did like a year on Law and Order Criminal Intent. Yeah, I didn't see that. And so she just does really great work whenever she's uh, on something. So when she was doing this, and she, she hardly ever plays like the wife for the, that kind of thing, the token kind of thing. But she made it work in that scene, like as an act, really powerful scene as an actress, you know? Oh. And, and, you know, even the stuff when she's talking to Joel and it's like, dude, you're changing, you're changing. You know, those are real conversations that sometimes happen between couples and they made it. So um, so fraught with with uh, character, which yeah. I really appreciated. You know, I mean, it was yeah. I mean, it was it was really interesting, and so, yeah. the relationship between Bolger and the FBI agent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where it was kind of an alliance. But when it comes out in the end that Egerton has been forging yeah. all these witness witness oh, statements from God. Bolger, and you're like. I wonder how true that is. And just like, dude, how long do you think you can get away with that? I'm sure it's true. Well, yeah, but like as much as they were making it seem where there's 20 examples here of him doing this and we can find this, this, and this. Uh, But 
watching that from the outside, it's just like, did you really think you were just going to be able to do this forever? It's almost like a kid, right? Like a teenager trying to get away with not uh, giving proper credit to a source, right? He's just like, he's tr- he's just spinning all the plates. Like he's just trying to get out of the situation as much as possible. And he's lying to as many people as possible so he can maintain his status. And that's what it seemed like that he was doing. Like he's... He's, oh, he's, all these witness statements. Okay, they'll never find it. They'll never go back. And he's yeah. spending extra time at the office to bury to do them. that. Right, right, to to see. Because he's finding, re- like, page 76, this paragraph on page 76 of some deposition. He thinks no one's going to find him. No one's going to find him. Why would but you they, look right, this far? Right, But it's the FBI. It's your fucking job to look. So then, Yeah, but this is pre-computers. They don't have this all loaded into, like, mm-hmm. databases mm-hmm. where you could easily search for keywords yeah. and just find certain things. Yeah. So... That's why people had more job security back then because it took forever to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> but but what what are your what are your because um, you don't seem like you're a hundred percent happy with the film. What are the things that you felt? Were- well, no, I just I, I wanted to stay with Whitey more. Okay, I understand like setting up so much of the FBI, but I think you could have trimmed that and still gotten the same effect. Mm-hmm. Like kept the barbecue at the house, kept him showing up at the parade because then there has to oh, be yeah. the reveal later on of how did he even find out. You know, that so-and-so was here right. as a witness because there's only a handful of people in the world that know that. Right. And you seem to be buddy-buddy with him, so you're our only guess. Right. But once he starts to dangle in the wind like that, like, yeah, I get all that. But I think they could have cut down the previous of he's a loose cannon and everybody's letting him do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe that would have killed the overall reveal when it comes up later when it ends up being terrible. But we all yeah. know it's going to be terrible. Right. So right. we don't need to, to see why the FBI did it. For so long, just yeah. let us know that they did, and we'll move on. Well, but to me, it was all yeah. Those are all great points, Matt. Great points, Matt. And I, it's fascinating though to see the expanse of his empire, like the fact that he was sending weapons to IRA, to the IRA. I'm sure that wasn't the only time he'd done that. Yeah, or sending money and money, and then you have the stuff with High Ally. I had no idea he was down to High Ally and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's such a it's such a random thing because normally. Miami is for the Cubans and the Cub- they they deal with the mob down there their mo- their own personal mob down there so it was interesting to see them and, or you get the New York Italians that come down so it was interesting to see Boston gangsters having a foothold in something like ILI yeah and so to see how that progressed and the scene where he, the orange bag oh my god uh, take the twenty thousand dollars yeah take and. And the whole time, though, he is skittishly looking at that. Yeah. There's $20,000 right there. I could fucking take that $20,000. And it was great because in no way did I see that coming. No. Even though they had set it up with the peanuts before. Right. Where he will, conversations going on around, but he's staring at the person that's acting the most interesting, the most, the whatever engages him. Right. And that would drive me nuts, too, the peanuts thing. Yeah. I'd just be sitting there going, you're a fucking animal. Yeah. How are we friends? Don't did, ever touch my hand again. Did you recognize that actor? Um... Yeah, the peanut is a guy from uh, Deadwood. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. hoping. Well, I did. Tell oh, and my... from uh, something about Mary. Yeah. and I had to tell in... my friend about him because he was like, "Who was that guy?" I'm like, "It's the guy from Deadwood." He was, "Get the fuck out of here!" Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Great actor. Yeah, that's what I said. They did. A, it's a great cast. Oh, it's a it's a great guy. I'm not taking anything yeah. away from it. Even the high lie guy who was a uh, Peter Sarsgaard, right? Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah. yeah, great job playing that kind of character. Never oh, seen him play that kind of character. But that just that when the that's what I wanted more of is Johnny Depp being. Bolger, yeah, and that that was great because you set up that character a long time ago, and now he is assessing the situation, going, "There's a threat right there, and yep. this is too public a place, and it, it is worth more to me than twenty thousand yeah. dollars to have him get the fuck out of here right now." Right, it is worth. I mean, this right now is millions of dollars. Yep. That's twenty. Problem solved. Get out. Yeah, get out. And then he shoots his mouth off. Yeah, and that had he not said anything, we wouldn't even be here. Nope. 
Oh, fucking death is so brutal too. The way he kills. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that weapon, whatever rifle he was using, my lord, dude. I know. And the, but the, yeah. that's what I wanted. I wanted yeah. more of. So you wanted more of the legendary aspect of. You wanted to see the progression of him, right? As I, he, I don't as, I, w- I would love to see him just Bulger interacting more with his son, interacting right. with just like the camera never leaves him. So it's almost like Goodfellas, right? We're watching yeah, Ray Henry the whole film. Yeah, yeah. Henry Hill the whole film. Right, or Michael Corleone in The Godfather, like sure. watching his progression through the whole thing. I mean, a ton of other people stuff, populate but, in. Yeah, yeah. But right. yeah, it ultimately, our story begins and ends with him, and that's what I would yeah. have appreciated more. Well, I think you're probably right. I think that's probably why people have some problems with the movie as well, because it's like we're constantly being taken out of his story and put into other stories, rather than following his story and then seeing everybody bounce off of him. Yeah. We're being handed him at certain times of his life, already... Like, he's already a kingpin by the time we come back near halfway through the movie or 45 minutes in the movie. When we come back, he's already kingpin. From having to fight against the Italians to just for vending machines and what have you, five years later, he's already a kingpin because of his relationship with Egerton as the, as the FBI. Oh, yeah. Well, so, so they eliminate your competition for you. Right, right. It's perfect. Well, I mean, there's a vacuum. Yeah. Someone's got to fill it. That's what I'm saying. But we don't see the progression of him achieving that. And which would have been filled with death. I mean, a little bit, like stuff. when they run up on the corner where there's the couple black guys and they beat them up. Yeah, but it's all a montage. The, yeah, it's it all is. a montage. We don't see the actual progression, right? And I think that's where we would have found more uh, a, uh, attraction or connection to the character and found the film. I think so, because fast. his rise is the most interesting thing. Like, how old do you yeah. get from basically glorified kingpin street thug? Yeah. You have a couple blocks yeah. or something or whatever. You have Southie, but the mobs moving in on your territory and you know loan sharking or something yeah. like that um but that to you control this area now and are so big and have kind of political immunity yeah because they can't cross you because it invalidates everything you help them build yeah that rise is real yeah. and crazy that it was allowed to happen yeah i mean not really because crime has been insinuating itself with legitimate society since Crime's inception. Right. They're always that's, trying to get away with it. That's what they always talk about, going legit, right? That's yeah. the term. Well, unless you're the Yakuza and you're technically <laughs> a recognized business. That's true. And everybody knows and your fucking buildings are marked. Right. And we all know what you're doing behind closed doors, but you also do run an import-export or well, something. It's the same thing in South American countries. There's those those gangs or those uh, uh, drug cartels. Everybody knows where the fucking drugs are. Everybody oh, yeah. Everybody knows who the drug houses are. Everybody, but no one's going to mess with it because 75% of the income into the country is drugs. And if you cross it, there is no slap on the wrist. No. Or slap on the hands. It's one way or the highway. Some of the worst... You hear about some of the worst killings with cartels. I mean... Oh. Buckets, like uh, tubs full of acid and... Oh, oh, dude, just dropping off a bunch of heads in yeah. a town square. Oh. And you're like, oh my, oh my God. Or hanging them from the bridges on the highways. Yeah. Good God. So, I mean, yeah. and they used to be more discriminant, especially the Mexican cartels. And <laughs> yeah. now it's just like, hey, you know what? If there's collateral damage, there's collateral damage. Yeah. We don't care. Absolutely. Go man. ahead and try and stop us. You arrested... You know, El Chapo or whatever the fuck right. it was. And, and he got the fuck on out. Yeah. Wow. Through a system of tunnels. Which he already, we knew he did. <laughs> or they knew he did. Of course. It took them forever to find him because he had tunnels between houses. But that's how much money the guy yeah. has. I mean, it's insane. Just an obscene amount of where he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, I saw a two-hour PBS documentary on him, uh, uh, I don't know, about a month ago. Man, it's unsettling how much. They were able to actually fly into... Mexico into the mountains 
and see where they're and video them packing the coke and the marijuana into huge like pallet size filled uh, uh, cubes that they would then send off to where and I'm just like this is insane yeah how much money one pallet has you know and he's got warehouses full of this shit flying out on airplanes and whatever it's madness man and for the time being an endless supply yeah oh yeah because there's not a lot of games in town and uh, he's willing to fight for it just like they all are yeah and it's crazy too i mean you just give an underdeveloped or impoverished country like that if you give someone of his stature all that money he can easily sway the entire country against you because he can pay better than you can right I mean, some of these guys reach status within wealth of you're probably top 100. Well, shit, even in our country, man, if you have enough money, you can run for president. Like, fucking Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing. If you have enough money, you could do anything in any country. Anything in any country. It's Money is what talks. You can buy ad time. You can buy support. You can buy, like Trump was doing, paying actors to come show up and cheer him on at, 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 uh, at his rallies at the beginning of this campaign. Like, you just have enough money to do whatever you want to do. Make it look like you you could do whatever. It's just madness, man. So, um, was there anything else we didn't talk about? What did you like Dakota Johnson, his wife? You know, small part that she had. Um, she oh, was no, good. What, girlfriend, I, maybe. I thought. Yeah, I don't know what their actual yeah. status was because he just seemed to float in and out of her life and then check on the kid. Did you like the scene in the hospital where they where he says about the pulling the plug? Like, yeah, he was fucking scared at what he was doing. Um, but I mean, that's I mean, that's brutal. That and then your mom, just yeah. as a person. Yeah. Like, is he a nice person? No, he's fucking brutal. He's a terrible human being. Right. But still, the kid is innocent. Yeah. And the mom is not, but it's that, still a mom. That kid was great. That kid was great. Good God, he was great. Very yeah. natural. Um, Did you like Cumberbatch as his brother? Sure. I don't buy him in any way, shape, or form as his brother. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> at all. You know what I mean? It's one of those of, did you buy that accent? No, I did not. <laughs> There's a lot of, there are some really bad accents in this. Cumberbatch doubled down on his. He was like, I, he's because he's British, obviously, so he's going to try. He's, and, yeah, he's trying to go Kennedy. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He, he got real deep in now. Yeah, but it's like a, it's a, a light version of like a Mayor Quimby or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because I, the whole time I was watching this movie, I thought about that show Brotherhood, the Showtime show where Jason Clark and um, Jason Isaacs played. Brothers, it's essentially the rise of Whitey because Jason Isaacs comes out of prison to take over his area of Southie again. His brother, Jason Clark, is a state senator. So it's essentially Whitey Bulger. I think it was like two or three seasons on Showtime. It was an interesting show. It didn't quite get there like Sopranos level, yeah, which is a very tough ask of any mafia show or mob show. But it still was an exploration of what we saw here, you know, a more extensive exploration. Still, though, I, I, I don't hold the Sopranos in as much... In as oh. high a regard as I used to. Okay. I used to think it was phenomenal. I've gone back and rewatched it twice now. Wow. And I fast forward through huge chunks at times. Like all the stuff with his mom. Yeah. I just can't. It's interminable. It is interminable. And like a lot of, like, I don't say a lot of the sister because there's a lot of interesting there oh, too. Janice? Yeah. But some of the Carmelo stuff. Yeah. His kids. Oh, no. no. no they're both terrible actors. Just brutal. And their storylines. And the Meadow College. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Uh, fucking, I don't care. Yeah. I agree with you. I don't disagree with you. I think that's happening for me right now with Fear the Walking Dead. They're fucking so much, focusing so much on those teenagers, and I give two shits. I give two shits. Focus I stopped the watching adults. the original Walking Dead just because 
after a while, I don't care about any of these characters. Yeah. A single one of them, even the ones that they're you know holding up, like Daryl and what's her name, oh, the yeah, girl yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Like I just I stopped caring so long ago. Gotcha. Gotcha. The storylines are inane. It's the same things come up every fucking episode. Like right. I don't know. There's no real pseudo exploration to me. Yeah. Well, one last time because we should probably wrap up soon. What did you think about um, the direction and the score? Like, did any of that? I liked it. I liked it. Uh, yeah. The the mood, the cinematography was nice. Right. Um, the makeup that we talked about before yes. and the contacts. Yeah. I loved. I loved everything. Like all that. The, you could tell the craftsmanship, the time, the thought that went into it. Yeah. Was tremendous on all parts. No one slagged off on this. You right. know, everybody tried to do their very best, and that comes through. I just think I would have enjoyed it more had the story meandered to different spots. Right, and hit those a little bit harder. Yeah. Okay. Veered off certain things and you know directed themselves you know elsewhere. Yeah, because Scott Cooper directed it. I'm looking that up now. He also did Out of the Furnace. Did you ever see that? No. Who's in that? That was the one with. Uh, isn't that the one with the uh, what's his face? Um... You're not helping. I'm sorry. You're not helping, isn't that Christian the one? Bale? Isn't it where they go after it? Like the it's the hillbilly one where they go after him and Casey Affleck's in it. What? Yeah, have you heard of this film? It came out in 2013. I remember after the furnace or what? what out, of, out, out of out of the, the furnace? furnace. Yeah, uh, Casey Affleck's like this uh, guy in the backwoods who gets involved in the situation, and Christian has to try and go find him because he's his brother, and it's all the shit that goes down. Woody Harrelson's and he's the Woody Harrelson's like the. How drunk. have I never even heard of this movie? You gotta give it a shot because it's one of these quiet ones. It was one of these quiet ones under the radar. That people kind of liked. Yeah, but at the same time, like, that's the equivalent of, uh, um, what's that Tom Hardy, Shia LaBeouf? Is it Lawless? Or what was that? Oh, yeah, Lawless. I saw Lawless. Yeah, Yeah, but that seems to me is like, okay, to get the same type of thing where Tom Hardy's not quite Tom Hardy yet, but he's also a name of, this guy could be interesting. Right, right. And Shia LaBeouf was in too many movies. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But at the same time, it's like, oh, yeah, and it's got this person and this person and this person that you've seen in these things. It's kind of a young cast coming up. Right. And that is uh, Casey. We're giving Casey Affleck a shot at leading some films now, guys. Yeah. And things like that, and be like, okay. Well, it was after Gone Baby Gone, so I think this was the next thing he did after Gone Baby Gone. Casey as a, as a lead. Okay. Um, he also did Crazy Heart, which I liked the Jeff Bridges one. Yeah. So it's a good director. Uh, yeah. All right. I so, mean, I'd recommend the film if you like my movies. It's good. It's definitely worth it. Yeah. I, I don't know if you want to pay twenty dollars to see it, if depending on your where you live, but like definitely an afternoon matinee movie. It's certainely worth watching. Yeah. I mean, look and. Depp You're paying for Johnny Depp. Yeah, Depp is amazing. He is. He'll get nominated, I would imagine. So. I hope so. Eh, I don't know. By the time, yeah. because it came out now, by the time Oscars come out, yeah. they, it might be forgotten. Right. Because... If you're going to give me a singular like that, then I'll take Gyllenhaal and Southpaw, and that'll never get nominated. Oh God, that's true. That's very true. Because I could have watched him do that even longer. Although Whitey yeah. wasn't given as much screen time as Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal was... Yeah. 90% of that movie But he was fucking phenomenal and Yeah Depp could have easily Gotten there with this one It's yeah. just they They moved the story around So much more Yeah Okay well that's our review Of Black Mass We yeah. We both liked it We both say Maybe varying levels Of like But not But not loved Yeah I'm glad I saw it in the theater Yeah Me too It's definitely worth it Because I enjoyed it I it, it didn't drag it all for me Yeah Like I I knew where it was going yeah. And where it ended up. And I lived just as you did here in L.A. when they found him. Yeah. And I knew who Whitey Bulger was. And I was like, he's been in fucking Santa Monica. The whole time. I may have seen that guy. Yeah. I've been in Santa Monica so many thousands of times. You may have sat next to an old man eating an ice cream cone on a bench in Santa Monica. And that was him. It's fucking Whitey Bulger. <laughs> fucking Whitey Bulger. No idea. Fucking I just Bulger. know the stories. I don't know what you look like. Yeah. I don't know anything about you. But, I bet, I bet, it, was, well, I bet it wasn't even in depth. 
him at the end. I bet that wasn't even him at the end in the elevator. I bet that was just an actor they got, an old actor. Because you, know, you don't see his whole face. And no, you, know, you see him from the backside. They shot a, a whole bunch of scenes with uh, Sienna Miller as his girlfriend. Really? Yeah, and they just cut it from the film. Completely cut it from the film. And and there's been like grumblings that it was because Sienna was really terrible as this part. Like her accent was horrible. She even did her she even did an interview when she said, I had a really hard time getting the accent. I didn't get it till the day before shooting. So it may have been that her accent was. That sounds so, like you didn't get it. That's right. That's what I think too. Yeah. And and Scott was now like, you're oh. lying to yourself and everybody else like, but I got it the, the day before. Yeah. <laughs> Dialed it in last second though, because I'm a fucking professional. I don't know about that. Sienna. Yeah, Scott was like Cut that, cut that, cut that. Yeah. So it's it's all you know. It's all saving face. So all right, that's our review. Uh, yeah, Matt. Anything we want to say? Um, no, thanks for downloading. Yeah. Um, as we brought up on the Thursday show, uh, if you we just you know we figured out that the ratings and whatnot on iTunes really yeah. help us because we made it to twenty seven. Yes, and that's fantastic. Really good. Like to get the top ten of the top ten, guys. Come on. So keep downloading, but please, if you haven't left a comment, I know I promised I would stop doing this, but I didn't know that was part of the algorithm along with the downloads that gets us to that and be like, yeah. I want to make the top. We made hey, that far. Listen, thousands upon thousands of film podcasts out there. And what did we say the name? What did the fans want to call themselves? Do we remember that? No, I don't think there was any consensus whatsoever. <laughs> There's a couple of people. I just remember, I think it's Gumper Snickles. Gumper where, <laughs> yeah, what did he say? Where, fucking, what was it? Uh, uh. I can't even remember. I just remember his reaction to it. And yeah. then I told him, I was like, dude, it seems like reading this that you just realized you gave up because he said he didn't pay attention to the first half of the episode because he's trying to fix it, you know, figure out a name. And then he was so <laughs> underwhelmed with what he came up with. He was just disgusted with himself for the second half. And yeah. I died laughing reading that because that's what I read between the lines. So I yeah. responded. He's like, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, that's so funny. I like the top ten of nights. That was my favorite. Top ten of nights. Yeah, yeah. supposed to the Mennonites. Um, but yeah, um, tell your friends, tell tell whoever you can to download us because we want to get there. That's going to be our new goal. Being yeah, in the please top tell a 10. friend. The top ten in the top. And 10. we're working on some interesting shows yeah. coming up in the future. Yeah, where reached out to some people, hopefully get some interesting crossovers. Yeah, that may not have populated uh, the Schmoes No Universe before. Yeah, so bring in some people that you know. You guys may not know, but actually know from, oh, yeah, that's the guy in this, this, and this. Right, right. We've got a, quite a few people who have expressed interest in coming on the show who like what we're doing, and we're getting great reviews from people who listen to the show. So it's like, why not? We can easily pitch the show to somebody who yeah, wants just to come on, actors or give them, yeah, directors. We've done enough have. where, like, here's the breakdown of the show. Yeah. And just come on and have let's some have fun. fun. Yeah, let's have fun for yeah. an hour. Hour fifteen. We won't do an attacking show with you unless you want to shit on something. And right. Then, <laughs> then you have, know what? We haven't shit on anything out. in a while. Let's do that. We <laughs> got that. no problem. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you for one of these reviews next time. Bye bye. <laughs>